You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Those fucking hands off. We yo. Well, Mikey uh, bitches yo. about anchovies. Yeah, dude. I just want to see the live action or or whatever, like a, a violent. I want to see R rated version of Leo fucking killing the Shredder. I mean, you sound very quiet, Matt. Oh, sorry. You're okay. You're good. I mean, to be fair, the ending of the first movie is fairly fucking violent. Yeah, and that's why it's great. <coughs> yeah, when Casey just uh, trash compacts the Shredder. Yep. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Elias Cody has what a G. I'd love to just smoke an ounce with that guy on a porch somewhere. Yeah. Is he Be the like, guy? Yo, go ahead, yo. I was just gonna say, yo, what was it like filming numbers? Yeah. Is that what you were gonna ask, Matt? If he was on numbers? No, I never watched that show. And I, I feel like it's one of those shows I probably would have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. It's about but, numbers. No, I think he was the guy that was in some kind of wonderful that was kind of the 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 bad dude. Um, and he shows up at this party to help out Eric Stoltz, and he goes, "This party's about to become a historical fact." And yeah, he, he is in some kind of wonderful. Yeah, I he's love that skin, guy. He's the skinhead in some kind of wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he fucking rules, dude. Yeah, that guy's awesome. I I don't know if many like Are he defined he defined a role for a character in a book that had like almost no personality and did it in a really cool way where I think most actors who are given that opportunity fumble it most of the time. You're talking about uh, him as Casey? Yeah, Casey didn't have a shitload of personality yet in the books. Oh, Casey Jones. Yeah, he was Casey Jones. Yeah, and made him claustrophobic, and that was like a decision on set because Elias is claustrophobic. And (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favorite moments of that, where uh, Donatello's like, you're claustrophobic. And fucking, uh, he's like, hey man, I've never looked at another... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The other part of that that like really influenced my brain and was like a weird comedy thing they put in there was when they're going back and forth calling each other names trying to cover the alphabet round robin (laughs) all right try it now gack lips i'm ready hose brain yeah elias cotias was also in um he was in this suspense thriller where he was a cop i think it was and there was this evil entity that would go from person to person as they touched them and he he was a detective i think that's what it was oh is that also with eric stoltz as satan and christopher walken yeah as gabriel yeah oh shit no dude he he rules like everything he's done he's kicked ass at they just haven't given him a ton of work over the years yeah but anytime He's in anything. I like sit up and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be better than I thought it was about to be because Elias Cody is in it. The thin red line that was decent. Prophecy was great. Oh, oh shit, yeah. he's in that show Goliath. That'll get me to watch that. Oh yeah, Zodiac. He was good in. Hmm. He just he's one of those character actors that like when you see him, you're like, this is definitely better because this guy never signs up to just be in raw shit. I would agree with that. The Haunting in Connecticut. That's one example. I was just looking at at the list. And yeah, they might, that Leonardo they might DiCaprio meme. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, he was also in Fallen mm-hmm. with uh, Denzel. I was never a big Denzel fan. That's one of the movies I liked of his. How can you not be a fan of Denzel Washington? He's like Harrison Ford dipped in chocolate. <laughs> I, yeah, I like cocky chocolate. I don't like him when he's not in character. I almost I don't dislike him in many of his movies, but I dislike him in every interview I've ever seen. I just, I don't know. He makes good movies. Yeah. And, I just don't like him. He comes across like anybody I wouldn't like who went to art school. Kind of. I would agree with that. And I'm sure he's very likable. I don't think that's true. I think he famously is kind of a diva. Oh, well, he makes good movies. Mm -hmm. And he's good to kids, which is more important than being good to adults. Virtuosity. That was another movie that was kind of out there. He was a detective. And he had a, with Russell Crowe, he had, who was the uh, artificial intelligence or something. That sounds vaguely familiar. And he had this, I think it was a Massachusetts setting because he had a an accent and it was like, game over. Like, <laughs> he was in game over, up, kid. He was in that fucked up alien movie with the owls. Oh. Fucked up alien movie with the owls? Yeah, remember like 10 years ago? Hold on, let me pull up his IMDb. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. What the else? The fourth kind. Oh. I don't remember that. Speaking don't of watch the, it. Speaking of the fourth wall, can we just talk about that last She-Hulk uh, yeah, episode? You want to yeah, talk about the last episode on? of G-Hulk on this episode 279 of Broadcast Geeks? Yes. Where I am, Matt Oren. I am Jake Becker. My midnight, Mitch Jones. You have the floor, Senator. That was one of the best TV I've ever been TV. That was awesome. It, it, it was. Go ahead. Give, no, give it, us your thought. It was the best fourth Gosh, wall. Scissor us, daddy ass. It was the best fourth wall of a fourth wall there's been. And just telling us everything we wanted to hear just wrapped up. Like it did a disservice to the to the character. Uh I'll I'll agree to that. Which and gonna, character? Well, to her, uh, because they, I mean, they made her a fun character. They, but they they really got rid of a lot of the substance of the story and then ended it the fun way. I, I'm not complaining. I don't mean to sound like I am. You, I love you. It. Wanted to have a big old CGI punch up. <laughs> I don't know what I wanted, and I didn't know what it needed because the reality was it was a legal it was a legal comedy, and right. and it was great. It, everything about it was great. I really did thoroughly enjoy it. My, I don't even know what my favorite part of this last episode was. The fact that they did the the intro uh, a la oh, 70s. That yeah, was yeah. Savage She-Hulk. That was awesome. Yeah, that, I did enjoy that too. Uh, Jennifer Walters is a monster on the run. <laughs> ah, I hurt my arm doing this tired. So good. So good. That um that life that person that they got to play um the She-Hulk in the 70s version. Yeah. Looked pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was I don't know who it was, but it's I some dude. It's a dude? Yeah. Damn. So they have so they have Tatiana Maslani for all the Jen Walter scenes. Then they have a really tall Amazonian lady who is the reference for when people are talking to She-Hulk as like a body double. Is it, what's her name? Is it Titania? Titania? No, it's not Jamila Jamil. It's like a giant. (laughs) It's not her, but it's like another uh, larger lady. And then for the 70s She-Hulk, it's some dude that's playing the 70s She-Hulk in like okay. prosthetics and makeup and stuff. I okay. like how 
they I like at the end where she's talking about smashing and then she turns to the camera and she goes, uh, at the daredevil. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I smash yeah. walls, I smash fourth walls. Yes. Uh, Bruce, Bruce smashes buildings, I smash fourth walls, and Matt Murdoch. <laughs> there was a wasn't there a thing that she was like, Oh, that episode with Daredevil came to a very satisfying conclusion, believe me. Yes. Uh so she was just telling everyone that Matt Murdock made her come hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he can I'd... hear people's heartbeats. You don't think he can uh, coax a big O out of anybody? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I think he's, uh, I don't know, man. I think he's more in tune with like, he can hear all the squelching and whatnot. <laughs> From the... Jesus Christ. I love <laughs> Yeah, he can hear which muscles are tensing up. Nowhere to go. <laughs> Yeah, he's like. <laughs> I didn't like how uh, they ended it with him. It was kind of goofy, but whatever. It was funny, and and I think it's great. He's part of the family now, dude. Is he? So so is she going to move to New York? I think she'll at least visit. Yeah, second season visit, and then third season move if there is. No, I think is there going to be a during, second season. I think she'll visit during Daredevil. Oh, well, they talked about it in the in the episode. They talked about the second season. Yeah, there's I think there is a second season. But this is also a sneaky way to introduce her to, like, make real defenders. If it's Wong and her and Daredevil, like this starts to be close to a defenders that more resembles the real defenders. Interesting. Yeah, man. I uh, it it seemed like it like it was kind of going off the rails where it's just like, oh, well, Blonsky's been secretly turning into the abomination. And there's the intelligentsia meeting that's at Blonsky's compound, and he's the secret speaker, but he's not with them. And I was like, none of this makes any sense. And then she was just like, none of this makes any sense. And then she, <laughs> yeah, it was a solid way to to go about it. The internet is split like a bagel, dude. Um, that's the beauty of it. That's what she, you know, that's what they talk about. It is yeah. the beauty of it, but I just I get more jaded and disappointed in fandom as we go into this. Oh, dude, yeah. You want to know what the worst fan base is? Star Wars. Star Wars. Pick one. No, it's, it's Marvel. It's Star Wars. I'm sure there's some Star Trek. It's uh, DC uh, Snyder Cut fans specifically. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I like the Snyder Cut uh, way better than the original cut. But doesn't it just seem like the internet has made every fandom just a total piece of shit? Yeah, but being Radical. mad that we didn't get like a director's vision of a thing is different than being mad that it's diverse. Like very much I'm more, so yeah okay i'm more okay with people being and then star wars is the worst to me because those people are just mad that it's not their idea right luke skywalker didn't show up and kill everyone and um blow up the yeah. fourth death star it's not the way i solved it in my head over the last 15 years every time i'm sat on a toilet so i don't think you did it right and i really oh, feel I've that never that's what sex. he would why do. does that matter what and i really feel that that's what he would do yeah no i've never had sex why would that matter <laughs> but like cbr did a report that they retracted saying like the end of she hulk sucked and why would they do that and it's like yo your comic book resources like you know you should know better than anyone why they did that they've done it in the books for 30 fucking years she yeah, runs know. through the letter pages she breaks through pages to skip parts of the story like she's been breaking the fourth wall in the book in a big way maybe before any other characters in any mm. big way 
Oh yeah. Other characters might have done it once in a while. It's been a part of her fabric. Yeah. Well, and also I bet if Daredevil would have done that, or not Daredevil, uh, if it was Deadpool doing this, people would be <laughs> creaming their fucking jeans about it. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. And the fact that the people who are watching it and hate it that way don't even get the joke that's being made about them in the thing it is so meta. Oh yeah, it's the bo- gross. Yeah, it's the boys all over again where. The people were like, you know, they didn't understand that in the most recent season that the fucking, all the people that are like all about Homelander, they don't realize that they're the villain and the show is actively making light of their fucking idiocy. Yeah. I really connect with that character. Right. (laughs) Right. I I wonder how the guys who do the boys feel about it. I'm sure they're laughing all the way to the bank. Well, I mean, Harmon isn't, Justin Roiland isn't. Like, I think it really has to mentally take a toll on you if you're a creator and all of a sudden your shit gets co-opted by people that you're actively making it against. Right. Mm, yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's easy to sleep at night when, you know, you make enough money to not have to worry about it. Right. Um, yeah, but that's, that's what I mean. Harmon's the only person I know that's crazy enough to just be public with it. But he was very yeah. public about, like, I want to kill myself. Like, I don't want to come outside anymore. I hate everyone who likes my stuff. Yeah. The people I'm making fun of. I don't understand how this appeals to you. I fucking hate you. Quit talking to me. Well, we've had Alan Miller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think he hated the people who controlled him more than he hated fans. Fair enough. Fair what was point. this? Alan Moore? Moore. He said Moore, oh. but I knew it. I what thought it I- was some sort of weird, super fucked up person that's Alan Moore and Ezra Miller combined into one. Oh, did I say Alan Miller? It's Ezra Miller yeah. with a bird that lives in his beard. My bad. My bad. Yeah. You know uh, about the she- bird? Eagly? <laughs> no. Alan Moore has a bird that lives in his beard. Like Family Guy? Like Family Guy, <laughs> for real. He has a bird it's that he lets up. nest in his beard, and he likes to leave it in there when he has to be in public because it freaks people out. That is wonderful. That's I've always psychotic. kind of, I've always kind of been like, well, you know, he's he's an artist, and he can feel about however he wants to feel about who takes liberties with his stuff. But the more and more I hear about him, I'm just like, shut up, you dusty old cunt. He is a dusty old cunt. Like yeah. that article I read this week of him being like he told damon lindelof about the watchman series that was on last year yeah he's like give a fuck less about it yeah i don't want anything to do with you or your show it's like cool bitch i'll be sitting over here on this pile of money you fuck i mean like yeah i mean he falls into kind of the category though of like chevy chase where i think he's an asshole and it's unforgivable but the stories of how he got fucked early in his career make it real understandable. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, like, the Watchmen were all Charlton characters, and then the second DC yeah. saw how good it was, they made him change all the characters to these new characters. So part of why he's pissed off about every adaption is, like, no, they're already doing adaptions of the characters I made. I fucking hate all of it. Like, they're, yeah. they're making Blue Beetle and Question Books, and they're doing Jaime Reyes and doing new shit with all these characters that I proved were valid, but they stole from me at the last second. Mm. Like, he, he wrote one of the greatest things of all time, and they ripped all the characters away from him. What was it? The Watchmen. Oh, Watchmen yeah. is The Question, Blue Beetle. They were all the Charlton characters that DC bought and didn't think they were going to use. So Alan asked if he could have this specific group of characters to write his story about. Oh, I didn't. I don't know. I never knew that. And they said yes. And then when he turned in his work, it was so good that they said, oh, actually, we want those characters. We're going to use them in in, in forever. We're, we're not going to. Perpetuity. Perpetuity. Yeah. We're not going to let you do a one-off story 
that demonizes these characters, no matter how good you wrote it or the fact that what you wrote gave us validity or belief in these characters. So we need you to go back and change every single character in the book. Um, so Rorschach I, I didn't... was the question. Uh, the owl dude is Blue Beetle. Down to the ship that never really got changed in the artwork. It's Blue Beetle's ship. Hmm. Like it's, they're all DC characters that DC was not going to use from a company they absorbed. And uh, yeah, and he got fucked and he's been bitter ever since and he hates when people fiddle with it because he's been pissed since like day four of that project that it got fiddled with he mm. he had this opus in his head to these characters he loved and it got ripped away from him because he did too good of a job and now people get to play in this sandbox which isn't the sandbox he wanted because he had to make up names for these characters even though there were things with histories that already existed mm. so eh, i guess i could understand why he's so crotchety all the time yeah now like, i know why he's pissed yeah or just also, quick to think everyone's gonna fuck him if he gets involved right sure yeah well it's wait charlton characters is that the same um as like captain marvel shazam yeah yeah oh okay. and shazam was like the one property when they bought out that company that dc planned on using and so more asked to have access to all these other really rich characters in this universe and write this story about them all getting older and what's happening to them and it like again the drafts were so good that they fucked him over and he's been he's been sketchy and weird about collaborating or letting anybody touch his work ever since because he got fucked over first run yeah and, and if he had been allowed like dude if that was a blue beetle story and the question and it was all those characters that then after they were that popular people could have gone back and read the 30-year history instead of then being other creators and writers and people trying to make up bullshit histories for these characters because they seemingly didn't have one it sucks yeah yeah mm. so wait who else can you name how many of these characters can you name i'm intrigued by these i can't do it off the top of my head but i could pull it up real quick all right but well, you said you're doing blue beetle question uh, question yeah. yeah who is silk specter supposed to be silk specter uh, oh yeah uh oh i don't know okay here we go captain adam is dr manhattan makes sense the question Adam is the Adam different than Captain Adam? <clears throat> uh, no, Captain Adam is the same thing. Okay. Uh, the question in Rorschach, Night Owl and Blue Beetle, Silk Spectre, Nightshade, and Black Canary. So it's uh, who's the other one? Ozymandias. Uh, Ozymandias is uh, Peter Cannon, Thunderbolt. I don't even know who that character is. The comedian is Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> And he had already gone through the effort of fleshing out the story, writing it, making it jive with a backstory that already existed in comics that wasn't that popular, but was popular to the people who loved him. Wait, hold up. Peacemaker was a Charlton Comics character? Yeah. Really? It, uh, yeah. Or it might have just been a DC character that they let him have in the grouping. Okay. But I think he was Charlton. No, Peacemaker was a Charlton hero created by Joe Gill and Pat Boyette. Wow. Yeah, they were all Charlton. I believe you mean he was created by James Gunn and John Cena. I mean, the good version was, but yeah. But I mean, arguably, the comedian is a great version of an old peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah, an old and jaded. Yeah, James Gunn took a different version where he's going to try to be a Boy Scout for the rest of his life. But if you look at it where this guy just kind of grew up a bastard and was doing as good as he could, even though he grew up in a time where no one was really pushing him to be too good. Yeah. You know, he came up in a Frank Sinatra era of womanizing. And right. Like that fits that. with Peacemaker, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that that same dude being abused that way in a different era 
would have produced yeah. a different thing. And like, yeah, again, like fucking more cranked it out of the park and created these new vision and these grown up superheroes. And instead of it being just like an abstract thing, like they made it out to be, he had done like a really concrete thing that had backstory and richness to it. And that all got stripped away from him. And then he had to kind of try to shoot on it where he could into the comics. Really makes you think. I fucking, I guess I, perhaps, perhaps I have misjudged you, Alan Moore. Well, it'd, it'd be like if uh, X-Men had been failing for 30 years instead of being the biggest thing on the planet. And then and then Gabriel uh, Ba and fucking uh, Singer Boy did Umbrella Academy, but it was an X-Men book that they wrote for Marvel on contract. And then when they turned it in, it was so good that they told him, like, you need to go make these not X-Men because we've decided to rejuvenate the X-Men based on how good your book was. Like, that is the ultimate fuck you yeah why not why not just start the rejuvenation with the book i just made that made you believe in it right like that is such a wild fuck you to an artist yeah that would definitely piss me off yeah and he was a kid like he he was he was younger than all of us when that happened i believe so like yeah i think he was pretty young when he wrote the watchman i think he was like 25 maybe 29 interesting because he's 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 not even that old now he's 68 yeah but i mean in 80 when did it come out and then he wrote it and had to rewrite it so there was a while in between when that happened well let's see he was born in uh 53 so then we just need to know when watchman was written published 86 so it was probably written in like 84 so he was 30 yeah 31 yeah like nice. he was he was young enough to get fucked like that and have you change the way you approached everything for the rest of forever yeah 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 that'd be brutal there's, actually there's some timeline where he's really really happy to work with anyone and anyone yeah definitely i mean like i think if they would have let that book be what it was he'd probably be a big collaborator I don't think he'd be as bitter towards the whole thing. Yeah, but why is he all mad about V for Vendetta then? Like, did he get to have full creative control on that book? He's probably still yeah, but I bitter. but I still just don't like the. I think he hates the idea of anybody being allowed to touch his thing mm. because the first thing he made that was all his was a masterpiece that was so good it got stolen from him. So anything else, I think he just gets weird about anybody else getting to attach their name to his art, mm. even if he gets Fair paid enough. out. Even if all the things go the way they're supposed to go, I think he's just weird and skittish about like, they're going to ruin what was good about it that I put all my fucking work into. And I hate everyone and I don't trust them. (laughs) Oh man. I fucking, we got a little off base on like, what did we start talking about Alan Moore for? Uh, Why not? I don't know. He's a weirdo. He's crazy. Well, yeah. I sorry, I lost the thread there for a second. But yeah, Alan Moore, friend or foe, right it's in. Tell us what you think. Evil Nate Balding. We were talking about <laughs> fandom sucking. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Um, oh well, speaking of the She-Hulk finale and the little Kevin robot. Oh god, that was funny. I like how he had the little Kevin Feige hat. I yeah. explain all that to my daughters that that show. That even though like they'll enjoy it, it was really made for me and my people um, because of all the just the the fun behind the scenes stuff, the information, the calling us out, the all that shit, and then the Kevin Feige being a robot. It yeah. was great. 
It was great. Yes. I liked when she was like, she's like, when are we getting the X-Men? And then she goes, like, <laughs> out. turns to the camera like, I did it. Yeah, dude. Uh, Tatiana Maslany, very charming as Jen Walters. Uh, she's great, man. Uh, it is weird that there was no, like, the whole, like, everything that was building up, like, so does, did everything get erased? Like, they didn't ever steal her blood? Or is that storyline still in play for season two or i think it's uh i think it's think still it's, in play oh well because or i have a theory indulge me if you will oh we will uh, so i believe that the Children. blood's still in play the the dude todd didn't inject himself with it because the ending of the show has changed right but this is all going to lead into uh, dun, dun, dun. Captain America, New World Order, oh. because there was that bit of casting uh, information this week where they confirmed that they are going to have Harrison Ford become, step into the role for William Hurt, who has passed on and become General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, mm. <clears throat> which, you know, I'm not too keen on because General I don't Thaddeus. Want- Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good Harrison Ford. <laughs> Someone's going to ask him, like, you know, Jimmy Fallon's going to be like, so uh, what's going on with Red Hulk? And he's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't even kill my wife. Have, yeah. you seen the, have you seen the Hulk? He's red. He's red. He hates the makeup. See, there's a story right there. Harrison I Ford. Love, he's a I carpenter. love watching. Oh yeah, he is a carpenter. Pothead. Came to fame. The people loved him. They worshipped him for a while. <laughs> yeah, but he just it's, famously hates everything that he's in, except <laughs> Indiana Jones. So and Calista. Yeah, people are going to be like, "Hey, uh, what kind of lightsaber would Han Solo have if you used the Force?" Be like, "I don't fucking care." She. What happened to her? She was a rising. She was a rising star, right? She's and done some I, stuff. I think she produces and makes money on the back end of things i don't i don't know i, I feel like she just sits back i've, and- I've seen her do interviews over the last handful of years because her bad mouthing harrison ford is like one of my favorite things that happens on tv i will watch her on any late night talk show because the probability of her talking shit about his earrings is astronomically <laughs> high no earring uh, every day or her making a joke about him cl- crashing a helicopter astronomically high. And they're like <laughs> jokes that would piss you off if your girlfriend told them on national TV. They're not funny. They're just mean. And I love it because I think the relationship's probably pretty cool. Right. I think it's him uh, sitting around like, I don't care what we make for breakfast. I just want to. She was on Supergirl. Yeah, that was probably what she was doing all the interviews for. And then uh, a couple of like parts on TV series, podcast series, short. I mean, come on. She's doing these TV series and just doing a couple of episodes. Well, I mean, she married into Harrison Ford money, so I think she's doing okay. She already had Allie McBeal money before that. Right, which was 90s money for sitcoms. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it's better than it is now by a lot. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, uh, he's going to be Red Hulk and that can go. You know, he's probably going to be that character once and then never again. I didn't uh, smash my life. Right. I feel like they're probably hey. going to have the story not be fully erased <laughs> from She-Hulk, though. Hey. Yeah. I, I think that kid will have been injected. He'll just be in prison. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I think it's more that we skipped the dumb thing that she didn't want to have to watch. I don't think it really got undone. Mm, okay. Hey, put some of that <laughs> blood. 
in my blood. <laughs> I'm the Red Hulk, Hulk smash. Uh, <laughs> where's Chewy? Where's Chewy? Same, same company, same ownership, different universe. I don't oh, fucking cool. care. Can I, can I have my fucking whip? <laughs> Where's my fucking whip? <laughs> I think I lost my hat. Hey, does anybody know where my earrings are? <laughs> yeah, I, so, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he'll fucking surprise us. Maybe this. Maybe he's a secret Hulk fan for years, and he's just been tr- dying to get it on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they had no fucking use for him. I think he's on the record more than once saying he did not give a fuck about playing a superhero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But why think, not at this point? I think right now it's because he really liked uh, Hurt. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to do his friend a service, which might elicit a good performance. If he's there trying to honor his friend, he might have good motives and not just be hanging out at craft services like, "Mm, there's not enough (laughs) evidence. Is there any hemp seeds in this cream cheese? (laughs) Have you seen my earrings? I'm very hip. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I I think that's what's going to happen because, you know, he's been cast in New World Order. It's going to be Sam Wilson as the, the... the Captain America trying to, I don't know, apparently there's going to be a lot of hulks in this story. Well, yeah. going on. Sweet. <clears throat> Miyagi Mitch. Got him. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I had fun with She-Hulk, man. Uh, they started to do it. more with Pug at the end of the series or yeah. the season. Yeah. Yeah, he's fun. I like that guy as everything other than his Arrow character. You liked him for his sneaker fetish. I liked him before that. I like when he plays the goofy version of himself. He plays it in another show I watch called The Other Two, I think. It's basically about, like, what if Justin Bieber had siblings? Right, and, like, they're the two, like, loser siblings. (laughs) Yeah, who have been, like, trying to get famous their whole lives, and then he just, like, accidentally got famous on YouTube. The Billy Baldwin? Yeah. Wait, no, not Billy. What's the, the heavier set one? Steven? Yeah. Is it Steven or is he the blonde? The one there's, that's... There's like five of, of them. Just Alex. Oh, you're talking about Steven. Alec. I thought you were trying to think of one of the brothers. I'm Alec Baldwin. What is that? There's like a like a Bobby Baldwin or some. There's, uh, there's the, the, the bigger there's, Chris Penn looking type. There's Adam Baldwin, who's not related, but he played Jane on Firefly. Oh, yeah. I like Adam Baldwin. He was in a movie when I was growing up, when I was young, called My Bodyguard. Um, nice. And it was a really good movie. And it had Chris Makepeace, who was also in the movie Meatball. (laughs) Taking it back. Yes. I remember Chris Makepeace. Do you? Yeah, from Meatballs. Wait, is it Meatballs the original, Bill Murray, or Meatballs 2 that had the weird alien in it? Meathead. Meathead, Uh, yeah. It was the first one, but I love the second one. Second one's such a like. Is there any other movie that has such a weird departure from the source material of the first one? Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. That did a really great job. And Daniel Baldwin is the one that I was referring to. Mm. Yeah, there's so many Baldwins. Yeah, they're like the Jackson Five of Jersey. They're, they're the main Baldwins. <laughs> they're. Those four, they're the big four of Baldwin brothers. When you think Baldwin brothers, that's who you think. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of Baldwin brothers? (laughs) (laughs) It's just this four, four Alex. The big four. (laughs) The big four. Different weights. 
Yeah, but Stephen Baldwin was in Biodome. Unusual yeah. suspects. Yeah. Benicio. Making a filter. I flip you. I flip you for real. I love that movie. I don't know who my favorite Baldwin is. They all have had good roles. Um, I mean, only Alex got a confirmed kill, though. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. I would sorry was that, so much. I wouldn't no, put I it past Steven. That's so good. William you're, was the one that was in Sliver. Not yeah, not counting any of the multiple prostitutes they probably allegedly <laughs> strangled to death and thrown in a bog. <laughs> Again, the Jersey Jackson Five. Um, what else have we been watching, boy? Oh, Mitch, are you caught up on yeah. reboot? No, I didn't see the new one from last night. I was going to, uh, I was going to watch it, but then I started playing Super Mario Twins. I hate you. I want to talk about it so much. It's such a good episode. I'm going to ruin Please it for you. Talk about it. It's uh, so basically the episode opens up with uh, the dad and the daughter, Rachel Paul Reiser and, and Paul Reiser. They're so good in that show, both of them. They're amazing. The show is fucking amazing i was laughing so hard when they were when paul reiser and all the writers were trying to set rachel bloom up with the the girl from hr yeah and they, they're trying to find out if she's a lesbian like oh she, let's do some facebook stocking oh she's got two cats named tilda and swinton definitely a lesbian yeah and uh, he's just like i'm so proud of my beautiful gay daughter <laughs> yeah it's brutal it's the really hand-fisted, but it they're works. They're doing ADR. <laughs> no way. I okay, love it. yeah. So they're crossing each other in the parking lot, and the dad is, the Paul Reiser is supposed to go do ADR with Knoxville's character, Jake, and she, she's supposed to go to the writer's room and break stories. And uh, she's invited Pam, or not Pam, Greer's character, Judy Greer. Uh, Bree. Yeah, she's invited Bree to the writer's room to come put her input on and breaking stories. So in the parking lot, they both on purpose convince each other that their job sounds more fun and they'll take the bad one. So they both switch. And so she has to go do the ADR because Knoxville has apparently, Jake has never not once been able to get through ADR. So it's just him and they're biffing the line 95 times in a row and screaming at the fucking screen while he's trying to do it. And her trying to talk him down. And then he goes in and gets ambushed by Bree coming in and trying to validate her character through breaking all these dumb stories. And it's just a fucking great episode. I love um, it, man. I uh... a whole baseball b story that kills hell yeah basketball i don't know sports <laughs> is it baseball instead of basketball yeah it's just a k it was more are you one of those sports ball guys oh no, yeah I'm those, sports ball i'm one of those people that like thinks about words in their head instead of images so base and basque is really close yeah, to each close. other yeah you were probably thinking about basketball no that's a sport i would go i would go watch professional basketball Fuck yeah, <laughs> you be inside. a world Ow. champion. Yeah. Now your, your shoes are tied. You fuck. I, I fucked <laughs> your fucking sister. You fuck. Are you gonna make this shot? No, you're not. How to speak San Franciscan? <laughs> Vagina. Vagina. Oh man, I really enjoyed the last episode of Reboot where Knoxville was. Uh, he was doing his. Uh, AA apology tour. Wow. I love the crotchety old director guy. They just hung him in the fucking air. Yeah. 
And that rules. Like, yeah, dude, that guy's fucking hilarious. The old director guy. At the end, where he's still roasting his ass by being like, I knew that was genuine. You can't fucking act, kid. Yeah, because you're not that good an actor. <clears throat> yeah. I like how there's continually the joke that about how bad of an actor Knoxville is while he keeps pulling off really hard scenes yeah dude he's doing really good uh speaking just real quick tangent i rewatched. i'm almost done with my disney plus rewatch of my quest to get the orville renewed single-handedly if it gets renewed for a season four i'm to blame and also jake when he let it run for those weeks uh when he let it play for his um turtle buddies thank you Um, about the finale of sandman haven't seen it yet cool Cool. But story. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But Johnny Knoxville and Jack McBrayer are in a fake sitcom with it that they're watching in the Orville. Nice. So, but quick, that was just my quick guess. Uh, Orville side chat. What a treat from God. Fix it, Felix. <laughs> nice. Uh, what else are we watching? Matt, have you been watching anything else new? Uh, <clears throat> I have not, unfortunately. I'm happy to have gotten through She-Hulk, but I'm I'm hoping to see Black Adam this weekend. Yeah, I don't know if they're even showing it down here yet. I haven't. They haven't updated the listings. You know. I bet they're you they will. Full, they're kind of on full Halloween mode down here. Uh, well, oh, that's fair. So they're probably showing, and I can't think of any horror movies right now. No, I can't smile. Either. But they've been, yeah, oh, they've been showing yeah. just like straight up two horror movies and one movie that's like very much for kids, not like a young adult, teenage adult movie. They've been skipping every new release except horror shit all month. They have Halloween Ends, Smile, oh, yeah. and Lyle Lyle Crocodile. I heard yeah. that one's terrifying. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of terrifying, Black you just Adam went will to... be there. Yes. It says it on the website. And yes, I just went to Telluride for the horror show. Yes, nice. that's an annual tradition for you. It has been, and it was most enjoyable. I saw some couple of kind of scary movies. I saw Clint Howard. I had breakfast in the same room with him. Whoa. Yeah. Did you I, put a recorder I, in his face and tell him to say, Clint, Clint, I, unofficial brother sponsor of the pod. I did not. I didn't have anything to record him with, so I just let him eat his breakfast. Did you say hi? Uh, I did acknowledge him. Well, I didn't acknowledge who he was. I did acknowledge who he was through an off uh, statement of like he had a thing for a movie that he did ice cream man and they had a celebration of it and a discussion with him um that i didn't go to but i asked him how it went and he said it went well so was ashton kutcher there because i think you sent me a picture of his truck shut up no i don't i didn't see him he might have sold the truck but i'm almost a thousand percent sure that was ashton kutcher's international that he had converted to be that it's pretty wild wasn't it those are semis normally and he famously got one built in that color and that would be a very expensive build for a second person to have done yeah well yeah i think so i think you saw ashton kutcher's truck dope yeah i'll let my buddy know no the festival was wonderful uh got to see some good shorts some funny ones got to see a couple of scary movies and then there was this movie that comes out December 9th called in theaters called uh, Christmas Bloody Christmas. You got to see it? And Is that the one with David Harbour? No. Oh, okay. Me and Mitch were thinking of the same thing. No, I not that. See- not that movie. I know what movie you're talking about. The one with Hopper, Violent Night. Violent Night. Yes. Yeah. I have access to that. My friend has it. What do you mean? Oh, 
Arr, he was he has, a, he has a, he does a thing with a thing. Arr, he was on some sort of Swedish website. <laughs> Arr, you best part believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Yeah, it was a good time. I I always like going down there. I I'll have to tell you all off because it's not as funny on uh, mm. about some of the shorts that I saw. They were pretty good. There was one that was called Harbinger and it was, it, it took place during the height of COVID where, you know, people would get groceries and wipe them down with disinfecting wipes and, and stuff and um, the trauma from that. But also there was a, mm, an entity that was doing messed up stuff and as a result you know there was there was just a lot of covid stuff that was overt and a lot that was very not overt where you were like oh i guess this this could go either way but i called it nightmare on inception street okay <laughs> it was good it was a good movie very much enjoyed it yeah nice. there's a lot of fun stuff it was a good time you think we're about to start seeing a bunch of more shows and movies that acknowledge the pandemic and if so are you interested in stuff like that having recently just lived through it i mean i'm interested to see uh i'm not interested in seeing someone's experience in it right like we've all lived it we've all had our experiences some were better than others uh i want to see this was done where it was a different situation that happened to take place in that time because that entity fed off of the the grief and the strife and the trauma of that time. So that's what made mm. that cool for me. But I don't I don't give a fuck about, you know, someone so oh, this this was my covid ex my shutdown experience. All right. Uh, you don't want to read my screenplay that I have right here? Did you have a purge type scenario? Because I'll like to No, it's that. a romantic comedy about this dude who's getting a lot of attention from ladies because he's wearing a mask. And he's a real top half of the face guy. Uh, but then, you know, he has to like eventually pull down the mask when the pandemic's over and she doesn't like him as much. Oh. I'm just kidding. These are uh, just tax documents. But uh, would you watch something like that? That sounded pretty cool, actually. I don't have any of the details, but I know the trailer is going to have that. Look around me, around me, baby. <laughs> you see the wrong time, the wrong situation. The right time to roll me. Yeah, you, wait, you want to make that? I'm down. I saw Preston Tompkins there in uh, Telluride with his wife. Ooh, nice. What was he doing? He was at the uh, festival. Yeah, he was well, at the fest. He was, he checking was killing out people at the festival. He was killing it. They, uh, his wife got him, uh, got him passes, and they, they were there. And yeah, that was good. I asked if he had any films in it. He's hoping for next year. So nice. hopefully, we see a Preston Tompkins movie. Hopefully, he's going to submit a movie. Yeah, I hope so. Nice. Who he's talking about? I just want to put this out here that I do act. So if anyone wants to hire me to act. I can I'll hire you for something. Hey, that's me, a guy. Oh, I'm a lady. <laughs> Your yeah, lady so was real convincing. Let yeah. me and Mitch Jones do a whole cartoon cast. We'll split one Dan Castellaneta check. You should do voice work, Mitch. <laughs> that's my Bowser. I've been working on my Bowser. I did yeah, see... Yeah, but now Bowser's Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be like, well, we're going to have to get the fucking Koopas, man. <laughs> yeah, but deep, he's not doing the high thing. It's just yeah, Jack Black being Jack Black. First we get the power stars, then we get the fucking pussy. <laughs> I wish that 
whoever was like Bowser's underling was played by KG. That would have ruled. Yeah. I recently just watched the whole, cause I, uh, I have the tenacious D masterworks, but HBO max has the tenacious D HBO TV. show. Yeah. So I rewatched that again. I forgot how much I love that. Yeah, the where they get where Paul F. Tompkins, who we were talking about before we started recording, Matt. Yeah. Um, he tells them that they need to go to a different open mic night that's like across town, and they rent a Cadillac and break down going through the fucking desert. <laughs> Road gig, world tour. And it's so good. Yeah. And then Paul plays the devil in the Pick of Destiny, or the guy who turns into the devil. Yeah. The open mic host was the devil the whole time. Yeah. Ooh. I'm just reading about Black Adam. I'm kind of excited to see it. I'm thinking about taking the kids. It's but crazy. I wonder, it's crazy what? I'm, I thought you took a break because you stopped on my end. You're good. Keep going. No, I was wondering if it's going to be the, <clears throat> well, I guess it's a DC PG-13. So I think it's going to be a pretty violent pg-13 is what i hear okay yeah well i mean it's already getting drubbed in the fucking reviews i've, I've seen it get really good reviews where do you see you get bad ones well uh, uh rotten tomato. tomato which doesn't mean anything i mean yeah fuck. you got to take into account which one of those people have like never given a superhero a good rating yeah i mean thor love and thunder is currently sitting out of 64 so you know, Jennifer Holland into, is listed as being in it. Hardcore. Jennifer Holland, part oh shit, Harcourt, Harcourt's gonna be in there. She's listed in the cast in the top row where I'm looking. I didn't realize that The Rock had been on contract to make this movie for so long. Yes. Wait, is Jennifer Holland in it as Harcourt? That's what it says here where I'm looking for cast. She's listed. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, why not, right? I mean, if this is because The Rock's been touting this as like, this is the new linchpin of the DC universe going forward. Yeah. And then he posted the picture about how he saw the contract to do this like 17 years ago yeah like years before it was ever even announced or teased oh so viola davis is in it too that's waller yeah nice and pierce brosnan oh he plays fate yeah and he wore a fucking fuchsia suit on the press tour so like he's a gangster yeah yeah. good for him uh this is interesting yeah i'm excited actually i think it's uh maybe i won't take them then but i do want to see it i mean she's not in it our court's not (laughs) Well, I'm not in the IMDb, but anyway, you think it's... I think it's supposed to be, like, just kind of, like, a lot of finality. There's going to be a lot of death in it. So it's not like... I don't think they're going to be showing necessarily a shit ton of gore, but I think it'll. I think it's going to walk that line between PG-13 and R as far as death pretty hard. I mean, what was Werewolf by Night rated? That had a lot of gore in it. Did it? Well, I mean, more than what we're used to seeing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, but I... I, uh, I mean, when's the last time you saw a guy get kicked onto a fuck with his neck onto a sword and then the sword pulled out? And That's very true. Yeah, they're not doing that in fucking uh, Ant-Man. No. I think this is going to be more on the level of Black Adam just decimating like populations and shit right because he's a bad guy yeah he's a anti-hero he he's like uh he's like you agree with everything he says just not how he wants to go about getting it done he's a tweener sometimes he's a hero sometimes he's a villain he's in between yeah but even when they need to stop him it's usually like the heroes even agree with his objective it's not like thanos 
where he's having like maybe a philosophically good idea he's like usually having the right idea it's just he wants to go about it through murder and subjugation whereas mm. like marvel and the rest of the heroes want to go through it by like you know free will and letting people have good lives you mean captain marvel not marvel the entity of from the book yeah. or, you know yeah. the publishing yeah. company slash studio no i meant the older one right 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 yeah i mean i'm excited uh it's one of those things where i feel like i've kind of turned a a blind eye towards it because i feel like it's been advertised so much like earlier this year that i'm like yeah yeah yeah, whatever it'll be out sometime and then like i'm like when does this even fucking come out and now it's like friday i agree comes out friday yeah it kind of snuck up on me because they advertised hard early and then didn't really hit it that hard in between yeah so i don't know Will this be the new jumping off point for the DC universe? Does this connect to Shazam? Uh, yeah. Like, what, is this a new starting off point? Mm-hmm. It's where we're going to see people coming says. back where they're like, ca- it's they're casting people for Titans now. Like the show. Yeah. They just cast somebody the other day. What was it? <laughs> Doom Patrol cast somebody for season four too. Yeah. Nice. I was about to say Doom Patrol's coming back for another season so i think they're about to just kind of keep all the good bits that weren't cinematic and try to build a new universe that's more tied into this which is what they should have done with the Arrowverse years ago yeah yeah then we wouldn't be having this fucking ezra miller situation we could have just had our boy grant gustin meet up with michael keats and we wouldn't have this fucking weird ass production where <laughs> the flash could be facing up to 26 years in prison. Oh, oh flesh. Yes. Did you, saw, did you see that? Ezra Miller put in a plea of not guilty to all the stuff they did. So now they could potentially be, if this goes to trial and found guilty, they could be put away for 26 years. Jesus, man. What? Yeah. Oh, and also... There's already a script for Flash 2. And I was like, why the fuck would you even be thinking about that? It's so dumb that he is... Uh, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. DC doesn't seem to know what the fuck they're doing. So hopefully The Rock can smack their Rudy Poo candy asses back into some sort of like cohesive thing. Oh, apparently Titans dropped the first full-length trailer this morning. Oh, nice. And it has uh, hit Link Lex Luthor and introduces Jinx. Mm. Jinx. Who's Jinx? Um, I have to look. Oh, shit. And I saw that production artwork of Beast Boy's costume. Oh, yeah. Does it look good? I mean, it looks like Beast Boy in a red and white superhero costume. Yeah. It's really close to his what his comic uh suit looks like but whenever i think beast boy i just think of him in from teen titans go now hey what's up mama <laughs> this little black and purple suit when does that come out that next season Looking i don't know right now. i thought you froze november Jake. 3rd wow. november 3rd is the new titans or doom yeah. patrol titans first Whoa, three episodes dude. That's like next week. It's like two, yeah, it's a couple, but yeah. Week and a half. <laughs> By the time this airs, that'll have been four weeks ago. Well, actually, no, it might be it might be two weeks. <laughs> it's right? Because uh, 31st is a Monday. Today is Wednesday. 
So today yeah, would be the, the second. Yeah, yeah, it's two weeks in a day, 15 days. Hell yeah. It's a whole fucking fortnight away. Yeah, I was too poor for you guys to be scaring me about bills coming up four days early. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that rules. I had no idea. This kind of flew under the radar during everything getting canceled, there being no fucking silver linings to anything. Hell yeah. I kind of just figured that Doom Patrol and Titans were the easiest to right off well i think last we read they were still like not confirmed for anything which is weird because they must have been in production while everything was getting scrapped december 8th is doom patrol damn dude nice. that's just right there yeah yeah i gotta watch the last two seasons of doom patrol god damn it mitch how do you get the I smell know. of shit off the temples what how do you get the smell of shit off your temples uh having your head so far up your ass what are you doing uh, <laughs> i was just like what because i put shit in my ears <laughs> <laughs> i eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? What? <laughs> uh, yeah, Mitch, you yeah. really do need to watch the last two seasons of Doom Patrol. If anything, I think the second, third season, the third season at least, I think is the best one. Hmm. Really? Because I kind of miss two dicks. Uh, yeah, old, old three dicks is possibly still around a little bit. Also, can I tell you something? Yes, Ooh, please. Can I, have a, can I have a, this is a broadcast geek's confession. Nice. I was reading a comic the other day and I was reading the Joker lines and usually it's Mark Hamill, but not this time. It was Tudic. Nice. You've weird Joker in your head. Yeah. Where he's just like, oh, come on. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, his is a Hamill Joker. It's derivative, but it's not as close to a camel joker is john dimaggio's from under the red hood right 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 but it's or a, kevin it's michael a, richardson's from the batman yeah that one i like a lot the one I where he's like, got dreads i don't like the joker design as much but i like the way that he's voiced in it right he's voiced by cleveland jr it, also shout out to kevin michael richardson thanks for following me on twitter oh very good yeah very nice. good very nice long time listener wasn't he the I shredder wish. once? He was. He was. He's the shredder in the 2012 show uh, series. Yeah. So, so he's good with me forever. Yeah, dude. He's so good. Um, he's one of the best characters on American Dad. Principal Lewis. Do any of you? This is a weird left field thing. But do any of you watch Celebrity Jeopardy? No. But isn't it on somewhere where I can stream it? Hulu, I think. Yeah. Okay. But Ike Barinholtz wrecks shit, dude. Ike yeah, Barinholtz. I read about I read about him. Dude, he fucks shit up. It's worth going to watch. Like, no one else gets to answer any fucking questions during the... It's bananas. He's fucking cuckoo smart. Who was really? he playing against? I saw, like, a still on Twitter. A lady who I don't remember what she's from or for. And that sounded <laughs> terrible, but you know what I meant. Uh, yeah, oh, that's who Ike Barinholtz is. It's Ike Barinholtz, Constance Wu. Oh, shit. The third person was, and I forget. But he is fucking dancing on these motherfuckers. It is crazy. Good for him. Yeah, man. And then I always Simu. think I could wreck shit at Jeopardy, but I'm sure as soon as I got there, I'd 
be like, ah, ah, Hawkeye. Uh, I feel like <laughs> I feel like if we could go on Jeopardy and do the celebrity Jeopardy questions, then I would fuck shit up. I feel like I've missed like five questions in the whole run so far. Oh hell yeah, dude! I gotta but watch real that. Jeopardy. Mm, depends on yeah. the night. Appetit déjeuner. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take eight tip five hundred. <laughs> I used to uh, watch a lot of Jeopardy. It rules, dude. When they put it on streaming, uh, it's uh, it was I just binge watched episodes of Jeopardy. Yeah, when they put old ones on Netflix, you mean? Well, I mean they didn't put like old old ones, but it was like a recent season, yeah. or they put like the whole tournament of champions for a season on there. Yeah, and then the teachers tournament. Yeah, the college yeah, ruled. I did. Man, those. I could kick some fucking ass at the the kids tournament at Jeopardy. That's pretty much oh, that, the celebrity one. Yeah, I just need a, a propeller beanie and a big lollipop, and I'll pass as a little kid. <laughs> we just put you in a really tight trench coat instead Ooh. of three kids in a big one. We put you in a small one. <laughs> See if it goes the other way too. Yeah, dude, I'll be like Vincent Adult Man from uh, from BoJack Horseman, except for I'll be uh, the opposite. Did any of you watch Paper Girls yet, or is that just me and Nate? I watched it, not all of it. We we plowed through a bunch of it. There's still, I think there might be some left. I really hope it gets renewed against the odds. Yeah, it was enjoyable. It's, it's on Amazon. out of a thousand yeah. ratings. Yeah, it's on Prime. It's really. Fun, Mitch. I don't have Prime. Well, I mean, figure. Yeah, we. Use I know. Prime. I, I boy, what if I went and got on that Swedish pirate website? They have the Kevin Smith specials on Prime right now, Mitch. What's that mean? Like the extended edition of Silent but Deadly. They have the uh, the the new documentary about the 007 soundtracks. Nice. Where they play it live from Royal Albert Hall. They have I Need to Kill You, the Tom Segura, Pete Lee, and Chad Daniels uh, documentary about going on a tour in South Asia. That sounds cool. fun, too. They have The Outlaws, which I still need to watch season two of. They have The Rings of Power, which no one needs to see. They have... um, The Rings of Power? Oh, Amazon, right. The Middle Earth stuff. I haven't watched that. I'm waiting. I'll I'll watch it a bit. It's over. Oh, okay. I don't know what I'm waiting for. The Rings of Power. Yeah, the first season's over. Apparently, it's very. It's got three and a half stars from twenty six thousand rating. So iffy. Yeah, I mean that'll manage. It'll manage. That's a say, you know, seventy percent ish. Yeah, I'll I'll take that. I mean, you know, some people are going to give it a low rating because they're just pissed it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. I would say Tolkien geeks are kind of like that. I I from what I heard from a couple of the nerds I talked to too, they were doing. A thing that I don't like in other nerd stuff yeah. where they were like alluding to the fact that maybe this new character was the younger version of somebody, but it's not. And like, I guess there's a lot of that kind of shit where they're baiting you as a viewer for three episodes and then the reveal is it's not what you hoped it was. Yeah. Oh, like that young dude isn't hot young Sauron. Yeah. Or like the, the, the other dude's not Gandalf. Like, even though, like, it's they're very much made out to be in an ambiguous way so that you will hope they are. So that's a shitty kind of bait and switch that I don't like in other nerd things. Like, I, I there's other stuff that does that I really don't like. Yeah, I hear you. Fucking, uh, what's his ass from WandaVision? What the fuck was that? Ralph Randall Boner? Park? Oh, oh, yeah. Ralph Boner. Fuck me with a broomstick. What a hack job that was. Jesus. Well, think about how much buzz it... I mean, yes, it was a hack job, and it was fucking ultimately a real fuck you to the fans from that 
Kevin robot that programs everything. For no uh, reason. <laughs> there was no yeah. reason for it to even be a fuck you to the fans. Right, especially since of how much Wanda has to do with the multiverse. Like It could have just easily been fucking uh, Pietro from a different universe. It's so stupid what they did. I'm very upset still to this day. Um, speaking of, one of the writers of WandaVision has just got another big, high-profile job. I can't remember who it's for or what movie it's for, but it is, it is a Marvel thing. Nice. Uh, um, but who? We'll, we'll figure that out later. Um, oh, did you see that there's rumors that um, Sasha Baron Cohen has been cast as the MCU's Mephisto? Ooh, and he I might have seen, seen that. He might be in the uh, some scenes with uh, Catherine Hahn as Agatha Harkness in her show. Yeah, that it was, would rule. It was Agatha all along. Yep. Who's been messing right. up everything? It was Agatha all along. <laughs> Remember when that song was stuck in our heads for all those months? It's two weeks, three weeks. It was for a while, for sure. All right. Well, I was definitely excited. I I, I finished She-Hulk tonight, so I was glad I got to be done with that and talk about it. Yeah, man. I think solid series. It wasn't what I expected, but it ended up being something, you know, uh, that I needed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was definitely, you know, in a world of, like, man, all these Marvel series are starting to fucking kind of blend together. Yeah. You know, it ended. It didn't end with a big CGI punch-up. It was fresh. Yeah. Did you watch the new episode of Beavis and Butthead? Yes, I did. Uh, Wait a minute. The most dangerous game in Bone Hunters? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, The Bone bone Hunters. Those fucking idiots were making money on their stupid sculpture. (laughs) Uh, Their dinosaur? Yeah, they made a... Yeah, they stole a bunch of bones out of, like, a barbecue restaurant trash and and assembled it into a dinosaur. But they thought it was dinosaur bones. Right. Yeah. They thought they, they dug them up. They weren't scamming. Yeah, man. I love when Beavis and Butthead accidentally do something smart, and then they... They're so dumb that they fuck it up. They're you know their own self. Yes, yeah. the peeing the peeing the pants thing from the first half was so fucking funny too. Peeing the pants where they're trying to stay awake with the bull. Oh, that's right. The most dangerous game. Don't they both pass out and pee their pants at school? Yeah, but they both drop their hands into like their own bowls. I think. <laughs> But they're so delirious, and each time one of them falls asleep, the other one's so stupid, he wakes them up trying to slide their bull over when the other one has a bull right in front of them. <laughs> it's so good. I hope we get another season of that, because I think it went pretty well, that that new season of Beavis and Butthead. Is it over? We don't get any more? Most Dangerous Game and uh, Bone Collectors was the last episode of the season no <laughs> i know it says new episode every thursday still mm, we, thought it was, I saw. we thought it was over after that long one too 
Well, I, the only reason why I'm saying that is because I just saw a bunch of articles. This is like, well, what's going on, guys? It's Corey. If I, I guess articles, I mean videos. Because um, <laughs> watching TV is reading in the in the current year that we're in. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like that was the last one of the season. According to Wikipedia's. Hmm. Damn. Damn. So, hopefully they come back. We don't have to wait another 10 years to get another Beavis and Bayhead season. Yeah, and they don't even work on any more movies because there's no point to that. Yeah. I'm thinking about buying this Blu-ray set that's every episode of the original run of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a bootlegged um but it keeps coming up in my like ads, my targeted ads. So I was like, I might as well just buy it because it's all it's got all the music videos too. Yeah, that's uh, something you're interested in. Look up Beavis and Butthead, the King Turd Collection. <laughs> that's funny. Is there anything else? For- oh, the new Welcome to Flatches rule. I still haven't watched. Still haven't watched that. Our show Ghost stays good. John uh, John Stamos's show is back. I need to watch that. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to watch Big Shot on Disney. It's really good. I don't know if I'm going to watch the new season of uh, The Mighty Ducks because they took off. Oh, they didn't take him off. Emilio Estevez quit because he doesn't believe in vaccines, but I don't understand how they're going to get around that in the story, and I'm not even really interested in seeing. <laughs> yeah. Jake's all in on the John Stamos show Big Shot season two instead. Big right. Shot rules. Yeah, I like Big Shot. And Give me some more of that Stamos. I haven't I haven't really even heard of it. It's oh. a lot of Stamos being a uh, Big Shot basketball coach who I've definitely talked about on the show. Who yeah, gets he's very trouble. Bobby Knight-esque. Yeah, for Bobby Knighting a player. And then so now he's coaching like a private school girls high school charter team. school and uh yeah you brought that up yeah, yeah it'd be good, good to show. watch with your girls all right i mean maybe i don't know and i love that greek freak the yeah greek dude stamos when's stamos gonna come over to the mcu and be our wolverine uh, oh dude 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 yeah. i'd be in for that i'm in for that yeah. i'm gonna tweet him right now and be like stamos for wolverine 2024 dog yeah dude he's short enough well he's not like five three short but i have an episode of uh abbott elementary i haven't watched yet oh god yeah that just came out tonight before we started recording i was watching the new um goldbergs how is it without everybody it's uh interesting (laughs) it's interesting uh they got um dan fogler to come in and be murray's younger brother okay yeah he's been in a few he has been on it. He was in the first couple of seasons. Yeah. He's, okay, I didn't know that. He's the uncle who's never made a dollar. He's just constantly losing money. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in it. It's the one where the um, where Erica has a baby. Jesus. Yeah. So and it's it's really it's really heartwarming when the baby is introduced to the family. I don't want to spoil it for you, but I, I will if you want me to. What's his name? Murray? It's it's a it's a little um girl. So her name is Muriel or Muriel Alberta or something like that. So she's named after Murray and uh Pops. Al. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah man. That's sweet. Yeah. So and like the you know, Pat also got good narration where he's just like, you know, in a year full of goodbyes, this is the one hello that makes it or something. I can't remember what it was, but man, it definitely was just like, mm, mm, hey, 
hit me right in the fucking chest. Muriel Allison Goldberg. Oh, let's see here. And just for all you people at home, John Stamos is six foot even. So damn, really? Yeah. Saget was fucking huge. Yes. Bob Saget's six four. Jesus. Was. was. Yeah. How well, tall I mean, is huge? He, he still is. I don't think bones and cartilage shrink. He's still uh three. Stamos is still three inches shorter than um than Jackman. Jackman, yeah. Yeah, he'd probably be great. Who's the guy that plays the the grandpa? Or um, I don't know. There's I don't know whose parents, Lily Tomlin and some other dude. Oh, some dude. Oh, on the show? On the Goldberg. I'm looking at a picture of it. That's uh what's his name? David uh parents. Is that the husband's parents? Yeah, the husband's uh Erica's Oh the Schwartz's? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see. Goldberg's know what I want. Yeah, I don't know. I stopped watching that show a long time ago for no real discernible reason. Yeah. It's kind of sad now that I think about it. It's one of those shows that I let build back up like every year and then watch a bunch of them when I run out of shit. Well, it's a good show. And it was, I should say. It still is. I'm mad they fired Jeff Garland, but I'll get over it. Yeah, yeah, good. It is what it is. Yeah. All right, let's see. Schwartz. I'm going to find who's a Schwartz here. Oh, well, why don't we shut it down, Mitch? All right. Yeah. Sorry. We're just Googling stuff. we've all hit that curious point in the episode also it's like ungodly hot in my house for some reason i don't know what it is in mine too but if i turn the heat off it gets like batshit cold immediately because of my 1920s insulation there he is ken Ken learner that's his ken learner and was that lily tomlin as well yeah the quaker i don't i I have to go get more of these mystery flavor mountain dews oh tastes like yeah it tastes like um if you put a bunch of sour patch kids into water and distilled the flavor of a sour patch kid into soda made up you know mountain dew which flavor sour patch kid they're all the same flavor what are you talking about they're not mountain dew flavored Uh, (laughs) it's like if you grabbed a fistful of sour patch kids into a wad and put them in your mouth that's what this mountain dew tastes like it's a sour patch kid wad flavor yeah (laughs) (laughs) did you see that hulkbuster lego set mitch no it's like 4500 pieces it's 550 dollars it's fucking huge it's like how tall tall. is it i think it's like two feet tall damn it lights up. It comes with like a marquee for display. Fuck. If only I had $500 for Legos. I don't know. Um, well, if anyone wants to send us $500 for Legos. Whoa. We'll do it on the Patreon. Yeah, we'll do it on the Patreon. Uh, we'll do it naked on the Patreon. Yeah, that'll be the extra content. That's yeah. a normal minifig down by that sign, Mitch. Whoa. That's cool. Hell yeah, dude. Me wanty. Well, uh, if you want to send $550 uh, by email, you can write us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can tweet us at broadcastgeeks or Instagram broadcast underscore geeks. Find us on our Reddit page, r slash broadcastgeeks. We're attempting to make some stuff there. Or 
You can just follow the podcast, like, share, subscribe, give us five stars, write a review, a positive review. We'll read it on air for you. And you can do that at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify. Uh, But in the meantime, you can just come back next week and hang out with us again, and we'll tell you what we're watching. You should write us in. Tell us what you're watching so we can tell you if it's stupid or not. But uh, we probably won't because we understand there's different strokes for different folks. So until then, I'll give you this. We leave you this as always. Our final so not so secret sign off line. Excelsior. Excelsior. Excelsior.